0: All right, my listeners. So just check in before this week's episode. So a couple things, probably more than a couple things. Number one, um, the Phillies are in the World Series. It's incredible. What a great feeling. The Eagles are six and zero. It's a great time to be alive as a Philadelphia sports fan. So just shouting out to those peeps. They're doing the most. I also wanted to give some interesting details about our listeners. So I found out that I have listeners in the Netherlands and in Canada. So that's cool. I was a big fan of Amsterdam when I went to visit there. So um, thank you to the Netherlands for listening and uh, spread the word. I would love to come visit your country again and Amsterdam, which is the city in the country <laughs> and the Canadian Zay. Eh? big fan of your maple syrup. (laughs) Actually, no, I don't think I've had true Canadian maple syrup, but whatever. Um, So we're getting very close to both of the walks to End Alzheimer's and the one is taking place on October 29th and the Philadelphia one is November 12th. To be completely honest, in the past I have hit my fundraising goals slash surpass them, but it's been really hard this past year. And I think a lot has to do with the economy is, is trash. Um, things are expensive. I totally understand that. Um, but again, if you can support in any way and it's hard because I'm doing two walks, um, this will be my last year doing the Philly walk. Um, I'm going to miss it, but it's just too much to have things going on that are not in close proximity. Um, So yeah this will be my last year doing the philly like being a part of the philly committee but i will always go back to walk okay i'm not going to say always but try my best so if you can support in any way either through a donation or just like a yay meg killing it that's great um again it's because of my grams passing away from alzheimer's that that is why i am heavily involved um I was talking to my mom today actually and we were talking about you know different causes and and my mom was like I don't understand like why none of the Philly teams do like Alzheimer's like as their charity. She's like we all get old. And I was like you bring up a very valid point mom. Like we all get old. Like everyone gets old. Everyone gets old. It's a thing. So yeah. If there's any sports teams that, you know, that like the Alzheimer's association is like their cause hit me up. I want to know. And I want to like celebrate them because that is really cool. Um, and lastly, you can put the podcast through um, my buy me a coffee link. I'm trying to do small coffee shops now, primarily instead of the Starbucks and also per my psychiatrist. I was talking about like, you know, gaining weight and such. And we were talking about my Starbucks habits. And she was like, do you know Like we were talking about like carbs and stuff. And she was like, yeah, no, like that's a lot. And I'm like, oh, like it's like 87 carbs, grams of carbs. I don't, I don't know nutrition. I really don't. Um, she's like, even with a skinny and I was like, damn, like I got to cut back. So, um, trying to cut back and also saves me money, but if you want to support the show through buy me a coffee, that would be great. And lastly, not this episode, but the next episode, there will be an option to watch a video, watch like it being recorded. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I don't know. I'm so awkward with the camera. That's why I record audio. So if you want to see my awkward face, um, and all the stuff behind me there you have it so um yeah enjoy this week's episode hope you like it and thank you always for listening supporting and being awesome human beings go phils have a good week all right so Welcome to A Cup of Corb. I am excited today because I have actually one of my colleagues from my nine to five job here today. His name is Tom Starita and Tom, along with what is your actual position at CSI? Like, what is your role?
1: I should know this. Uh-huh. I think my official title is claim analyst, but um, okay. I'm going to shrug my shoulders on that. I say okay. get paid and that's the important right. thing. That's good.
0: Right. You know where to go each day and you get paid. But (laughs) aside from that, you are also an author, which was really funny because last year when I started at CISI, we did Secret Santa and I picked you and I had it. I met you briefly like my first week, but I like like it was a lot to learn in that one week. So I didn't get to know a lot of people. And I did some Facebook stalking and I was like I see he it this guy that I looked up it says he's an author I hope it's you like I hope this is the right one and then I had gone to target and got like the writing prompt book and I was like I really hope like if even if it isn't him that he would enjoy this because it's like kind of thought-provoking so I'm happy it was you and that I have some great like stalking lurking (laughs) skills
1: well thank god my name is not Paul Jones because then you'd be screwed
0: Right. There's or not like a lot Tom, of Tom out there. Or like Tom Smith. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> so um, how did you get into to writing? And we're gonna get into your books that you've written, but like how did that get started for you?
1: I I've always been writing something, doing something. The the whole book idea was like very abstract when I was younger, like, oh yeah, I'll write a book. But then like, you know, it was pushed aside and a lot of MySpace blogs. There's a lot of um, dead links on, on Google about the Mets. Okay. So I've always written, I've always written something. I've journaled, I've got this, I got that. And then, uh, yeah. So, I mean, since I think the first story I wrote when I was nine years old. So yeah, it's always been a thing.
0: Okay. All right. And for the books that you've recently, so you have three books out, like three published books, Um, the most recent is Delta, which I literally thought was going to be about like Delta COVID. And then I read, read the synopsis and I was like, oh, that's that's not at all what it's about. So tell us a little bit about what that book is all about. And then I guess where the inspiration came from for that. Sure.
1: Uh, first of all, the title is one big coincidence. Um, <laughs> I had gotten the idea at the at the end of 2019, um, I, I've written books. Uh, I did the an animation, uh, animated cartoon for a little while. Um, wow. I've written movie scripts. I've done all these things. And I'm like, I've never done a graphic novel. So I think for 2020, I want to write a graphic novel. Okay. And I found an, an illustrator on Facebook and we started collaborating. And then he flaked on me and mm. he stopped answering all my messages. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to turn this into a book. And the title was always Delta. And then COVID hit. And then the Delta strain hit. Wow. And at that point, I was so like, it, the, the main character's name is Delta. So it'd be like changing my daughter's name right now like her name is Chloe I can't change Chloe so it had to be Chloe how it had to be Delta um the story's about there's a guy um he lost his daughter two months earlier in a drowning accident Mm -hmm. and there's a little girl in his basement who claims to be that daughter and the book is what is going on it's a horror it's a thriller it's a little bit of mystery it's uh Mm -hmm. it's messed up it's good I don't know (laughs)
0: that's oh my gosh well it's on Amazon so I will link it in our show notes as well so you can check it out I was funny because I was just looking at it and it said that there were used copies for sale and I was like wait are these are these like the versions that Tom read and it's like okay used version
1: yeah Amazon's good with that I don't know Uh, right there's plenty of brand new copies out
0: there right 34
1: please yes I I will be piggish 20 you want to buy 20 copies I'll send you a coke
0: uh, 20 copies for trick-or-treats Halloween there you go go. that's a win (laughs) so how did it so you were essentially ghosted by this illustrator person so was the story that it is today pretty much based off of what that graphic novel would have been like or did that idea change like 360
1: Good question so originally it was going to be because we were doing it on our own we we're going to keep it like a tight 10 um issue. i'm mm-hmm. so bad with comic lingo but yeah it's like 10 issues we were going to put out and so the story was me a little bit more concise because mm-hmm. i mean figure each issue couldn't be longer than like what 15 to 20 pages so it was me a short a shorter tighter story and then once i realized i could turn into a book um, the idea that we had originally, I just blew out the windows and the doors and decided to play around with this and see how far I can go with it. And it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and then the ending that I had in mind for the graphic novel, um, I wrote it for the book for the first draft and my wife, who I call the sledgehammer of honesty, or the sledgehammer <laughs> of truth, um, I gave it to her. I'm like, what do you think? And she read it. She's like, oh, this is garbage. The, the, the ending, the ending sucks. And I'm like, all right, good. I'm happy you told me that. Yeah. so I reworked it and when I reworked it almost the entire story changed based off me reworking the ending to a point where I'm like oh my god this is so much better so thank god for my wife for many of the yeah. reasons but for that
0: oh, it's okay. that's awesome I, I love the sledgehammer that's
1: <laughs> oh my god she is the most brutally honest person to the point where sometimes it's like ah a little too much but right I'd rather do that than have her you know be like oh that's great it's great and then it means nothing
0: Right. And then other people are like, what were you thinking? You know? were you high? Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> so I remember when I was at the office and we visited, we went to Starbucks and I saw you like writing there. I was like, I guess this is Tom's like nook. So is Starbucks like your go-to place to write? Like you get your well, Instagram Where
1: the job is right now, yes. But every job I've ever had, I've always brought my laptop to work and found a spot with internet that I could write in. So Starbucks is what, like five minutes from the job site. So I, I, every day at lunch, I go there with the goal of doing something. I mean, I'm not always gonna be productive. So Wait. if I can write like a, like a query letter, if I can just you know find more people to query for reviews, whatever it may be, I'm always trying to at least really utilize that hour productively so that way I can go back to work and you know do the nine to five. Uh,
0: yeah. The nine to five. Uh, I feel like you need to write a book about the experiences of being a claims analyst. Like I feel like <laughs> there there could be a great story like based on truth, but also, you know, like, dramatized because there are some interesting things you learn and hear. I think my first week at CISI like someone had lost a finger on an ATV accident or something and I was like this is crazy like the things that like happen while people are you know just living their life and I'm like oh my god this person lost a finger this is crazy okay
1: well I just think of all the times I've gone to a doctor and somebody processed those claims and like oh I wouldn't want anyone to know that so yeah there's a lot of stuff out there a lot of good stuff out there yeah well
0: it's funny because today I got a letter back from so I took a it's called gene Sight, which I'm actually have you ever heard of that no gene site okay so I'm gonna give you the best synopsis I can of what it is and I'm actually I actually reached out to the company to see if I could get like a doctor expert to talk more about it but essentially what it is it's, it's a swab test that you go you get you do the swab and it's for like medication like Psychiatric medication, essentially. So it sees what medicine like is good for you, like is going to work well with you and then like what's not. And I had never heard of this before. So I actually got a thing from the company being like, we're working with your insurance company on the claim (laughs) I'm like, I know what that means. <laughs> I know what this means. So it just made me laugh getting this in the mail and being like, ha I know more than like they think I know <laughs> the average person. But yeah, like that was the, the gene thing is really like, I get my results, I think this week. So I, I'm interested to see like what they're, like. I didn't know this existed before. Um, it's a relatively... Um, so my I was talking to my therapist because I was like I feel like the medic I've been on Zola for quite some time and um, to be completely transparent like moving to a new state I had a hard time finding a new psychiatrist here because in North Carolina they're not as prevalent I guess versus like, like in Pennsylvania like my therapist and my psychiatrist were in the same office and she had been doing like CVS Care Mart I think where they can mail it to you but she's like I can't like once you find a provider like I can't anymore and I was like all right great so she only sent. I take 125 and it's uh, so it's 100 milligrams and then 25 and like <laughs> I ran out of the 25 so then I was on the 100 for a while and it was like oh god like I like not feeling right so I was telling my therapist about that and she's like, well, there's this thing called gene site. I was like, Oh, tell me, what is that? I'm intrigued. <laughs> and then she was like, originally it was, it was mainly for um, individuals that were like for ADHD, like testing for that essentially and seeing what medications worked for people with ADHD. And now it's more of a broader spectrum. So it's really cool. Like, yeah, cause you know, unfortunately with um you know, when you're, you're on the medication track, when you first start, it's a lot of touch and go. And, and it's, you know, you get frustrated because you're like, why isn't it working? You have to be really patient with it. Um, but like to know that that's there, I'm like, I don't know how the cheek thing works, like how (laughs) any of that, the science. And that's why I want to have someone come on to like explain like the scientific Bill Nye version of it. But overall I was like, all right, this is cool. And it's like, I didn't have to, you know, give blood. I hate needles, which is, well, I hate getting blood taken out. I'm okay with like a piercing or like a tattoo. Mm -hmm. But I can't I I can't get blood like I pass out every time. It's terrible.
1: Is it with is it the needle going in or the blood going up? Or is it just a combination?
0: Well, I just know when once they get it in and then they start saying to squeeze the ball, I'm like, I can't like my hand, I'm like, I feel like I don't know what I think is gonna happen, but I and then ben. I just pass out. Yeah, it's terrible. Are you good with, with doing that or no? Is that
1: I had a huge blood aversion as a okay. kid. Um, okay. Several embarrassing stories out there. Um, as, I got, as I got older, it got better. But yeah, for a while there, like anything. And I was done. I was passed out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's why, I mean, all my friends and family were joking around when my wife was pregnant. There's no way you're going to make it through that. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm going to lock it in. I'm going to lock it in. Thank God. Yeah. When Chloe was born, I was able to lock it in, but oh my god, like 10 years earlier, I would have been out cold. Right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Those videos crack me like our movies, you know, when you see the dad just like out cold and the wife's like, what the hell? Like Yeah,
1: my wife's giving, you know, birth and all that going on, and I
0: Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So um now that you you know you have a daughter, like what how has that changed your life?
1: Oh my god, Jesus. Um (laughs) I was in the best way, no, that, actually that, that won't jive together, but I was gonna say in the best way possible, I, I was selfish. I yeah. lived a very selfish life. Um, and then when I, you know, dating, you know, I, I was very giving, but still I, I love like the, my friends are telling me like they're waking up at seven o'clock in the morning with, the, with their kids and Saturday morning, I'm getting up like 11 o'clock.
0: Yeah. And I love that
1: freedom, <laughs> it was fantastic. And then, you know, Chloe came and I'm 44 now. And it's the best thing that's ever happened to me um I'm so happy that it happened now at this point in my life I don't think I would have been I think I would have been a good dad but I don't think I would have been a good dad 10 to 20 years ago I think my patience I would have been very dumb and frustrated not realizing that she's new and everything in this world right now for her is brand new and she's going to be figuring things out and that would have I would have been done with that so I'm happy now at 44 I'm able to take a breath and I can really enjoy it and like be more patient and more giving and like she is she's everything like I lived my selfish life and now you know for the rest of my life you know she's got me
0: right Aww. she's my buddy yeah Aww, it's good she's stuff so cute
1: yeah she's and awesome. we're, we're figuring this is it so you know yeah. I'm trying to enjoy every stage because odds are you know I'm never gonna have this stage ever again so like right now she's turning two in December
0: and Aww. you
1: know it's a little bit of the terrible twos going on right now but like it's still like it's it's almost cute seeing her get frustrated and screaming no when I'm like, Do you want to watch Moana video? No. All right. Do you want to watch the wiggles? No. It's like I enjoy that stuff. So yeah.
0: The wiggles are still a thing. They're
1: that's still, still a, a, a I thing. I didn't know about them until you know about like last year. And like what we do is we try to limit TV. Yeah. So we'll put on like the, the songs that they sing and then like that's that. Yeah. But yeah, they're still a thing, apparently. And uh yeah, she loves
0: them <laughs> They were a thing when I was like little kid too that's crazy that is crazy so speaking of like children's television I don't know if you I haven't watched it yet but apparently on Hulu there's like a or not Hulu I think it's on Peacock but there's a Barney documentary like oh really good and the bad it's called like love me hate me and it's about like the dark side of Barney and I am like so about watching I'm so excited to watch
1: did Bernie did Bernie did Bernie did did he kill anybody is this like a serial killer
0: I mean, it's, it's the, from the way the trailer is, it looks intense. Like, it's like, what? Like the, the you know, the purple dinosaur. What, what did he do? Wait, did um, you ever
1: see the movie Death to Smoochie?
0: No, I'm going to write that down now. What is okay. That about?
1: So basically it's like Barney gone bad and it's Ed Morton. Uh, it's Danny <laughs> DeVito. It's Robin Williams. It's fantastic. It's, it's a very bad. dark comedy. It's <laughs> one of my favorite movies. Well, I was in the theaters Cackling because I'm obnoxious like that, and people are hating me. But I loved it. So, if, if there's hell, forget my books, just watch <laughs> Death the Smoochie. If you're gonna learn one thing from this podcast, watch that movie.
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it, sounds like an all star cat. Like, oh my God, fantastic. Bob Williams is
1: fantastic. So, yeah, you'll love yeah.
0: it. Yeah, I love Danny DeVito. He's so funny. He is so funny. So, but okay, so before Delta, you had two other, well, there's two other authored books. So um, the one cracked me up though, where it was growth and change are highly overrated. So tell me about that book. Sure.
1: Okay. So, so I wrote that I was in a tough spot in my life. And okay. so I needed to laugh and right. it was, it was okay. This is going to sound insane, but I'm going to be very pretentious right now. Um, I was in a bad spot in my life and it was one night and I literally heard the main character like talking. And like, I've heard stupid author interviews say this stuff and I always roll my eyes. But it, I mean, legitimately, I, I literally heard him say the first couple of sentences in the book. And I'm like, who's this? What? Am I going insane? And then I'm like, oh, so I ran to the computer and started just typing. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, so the main character's name is Lucas James. And the point of the book, he is a very selfish individual. And his, um, his engagement just ended because his fiance finally caught on to the fact that he's never gonna be anything different than what he is. She can't change him. And he's a musician and all he wants to do is make great music. And the stories about him dealing, having to grow up for the first time and how to get an apartment, how to get a job. He's never worked before. Yeah. Uh, so it's like it's like a dark comedy, but um, it's my favorite. Like I, like I love all my books, but like I have a special place in, that, in my heart for that book because again, like, like it was a bad spot in my life and he made me laugh every single day. And like literally, you know, like the only reason why I was getting out of bed was to go to the local Barnes & Noble and find a table and write and write the book and just write, you know, page after page, chapter after chapter. And doing that every day gave me purpose and giving me purpose got me out of the bad spot. And now here we are.
0: That's awesome. That, yeah. I, I honestly, I don't think I've heard authors say that before. Like they heard the character, but that's like, obviously you know you're, you're like all right yes this is there's something here like obviously it's not just me being like all right yeah like let me create this person like the person is already there you just have to write the story for them
1: and like literally like out of the three books I've written that's the only time that happens the other two wow. were just you know just ideas and making it work that one just came fully formed I had the main characters I had, I had Lucas James immediately in my head I knew what he looked like I knew what his purpose was so it was it, it, it really was enjoyable waking up just like and just almost in a bizarre sense just listening to the story and just typing out what i was hearing so yeah. and i knew it was never gonna be commercial i knew i was never gonna make mil- like a million dollars off of it but it was a great story for me and i'm thinking all right maybe there's a small audience for it and it found its audience and uh yeah i'm proud of it
0: very cool and then yeah. the other book that you have is two ways to sunday what is that book about
1: all right. So I've written three completely different books, which is very dumb if you're trying to be like a commercial author, because they always say like, find your audience and keep them and, you know, grow them. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to write whatever I want to write and whatever it goes it goes. So the first one, another tough point in my life. And so it's a religious, all three books are fiction, just to be clear. Okay. But this one is a religious inspirational book. Uh, I'm, I'm a religious guy. Okay. And it was, it was, a, it's almost like a modern day book of Job where like, why are these bad things happening to me? So that's like the underlying belly of the story. And it's all about taking accountability for your actions. It's so easy to blame everybody else in the world for your problems. And it's so hard to look yourself in the mirror and go, Oh my God, I'm responsible for that. I'm responsible for that. All right. I'm not responsible for that, but I could handle that better. Mm-hmm. So that book, it's almost like a, it's almost like a self-help book in the sense that it's just like, you know, how easy it is to fall into the same trappings that everyone falls into. And how do we break out of these cycles and how, how do these cycles help and how do these cycles hurt people that you love? So, um, it's religious, but I have found that a lot of people who aren't religious really identify with the main character and what he went through. So yeah, three different books, but, uh, yeah, there we go.
0: That's really cool. So how did you grow up in a religious household or was this something you found later in, in life?
1: Oh, no. So like my mom is very religious. My my grandma, her mom, very religious. My dad, no. My dad, okay. when we go to church, my dad like, all right, I'm going to take a nap. And at <laughs> 5.30, I'll call into the Chinese. So that way the Chinese is at the house when we get home at six. <laughs> um, so yeah, but like, like God was always part of my life to the point where like I made a really questionable decision in my life in hindsight. I mean, it all worked out, but like, so Were I you was going to be a minister. Were that? you
0: going to be, you going to be a minister? Cause I could see you like, so that would make
1: sense. That would make a lot of sense, but no, that, I, I was a communications. I went to St. John's for college and I was a communications major my first year and a half. And the spring of sophomore year, I was walking to my class at like 1030 in the morning. And the goal was always to be a broadcaster. I'm going to be a broadcaster. That's the job. That's the goal. And I realized at 19 years old, like the odds of me making it in this field are slim to none. And Mm -hmm. the odds of me getting a job in you know some remote location in this country, nothing wrong with remote location that I won't specifically name so I don't identify and piss off people, but you know, the odds of me working in the area I'm from, New York, slim and none. And do I wanna do I wanna do that? Do I wanna work that grind and, and ultimately maybe not be happy? So I went into my guidance counselor and I decided to change my major. And when he asked me, what do you want to do? I said, theology. And he looked at me and he's like, well, what do you want to do with that? And I said, I have no idea. And he goes, all right. <laughs> and then I went home and I told my parents and my parents were like, you want to be a priest? I'm like, no, I don't want to be. Well, what do you want to do then if you're a theology major? I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, again, hindsight, you know, right. what, what was I thinking? But, so I wound up teaching for seven years. I taught high school for seven years. I okay. uh, taught four years in old girls school. Um, I wasn't good, but I survived. I should have been fired. <laughs> I was not good. But, you know, I tried. And that's the And then I went back um, to a co ed school in Jersey, Paramus, uh, in Paramus, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I did three years of the co ed, and I was better. I was never the greatest, but I, I tried to show the kids that I cared. And I think that went mm-hmm. a long way. And after seven years total, I'm like, you know what? I'm never going to get better than mediocre. So mm-hmm. let's try something else. And that's what I did.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. That's crazy. It's insane. And like, wow. if,
1: if, if my daughter, I'm, whatever, like the, the one thing I actually did learn from this is yeah. that when Chloe gets older, this is her life. And no yeah. matter what crazy thing she comes up with, it's not my job to say no to her because she, she's got to live her life. And I'm so grateful to my parents that they didn't say, no, you can't do this because, you know, you've got to be able to make choices in your life and if they don't work out, you got to make them work and you know through grinding and all that now i'm in a good spot in my life
0: and uh, i'm happy i did it and it's good that you decided sophomore year of college as opposed to like senior year you go through it and you're like never mind i'm good (laughs) i'm never
1: graduating i'm gonna be here for 17 years.
0: yeah super senior
1: (laughs) yeah my senior will be 65 but no big deal
0: right I think you know I think that's really important that you've mentioned you know when when Chloe is older oh and the dogs are coming to say hello (laughs) um you know when Chloe gets older to let her have those options and to not be like yes you were going to do this xyz um and like now it's like people go to college and they don't even pursue anything relatively near what they studied
1: yeah I mean I, I, the only thing that Chloe has to be is a Mets fan. If she likes baseball, she's gotta be, there's no choice. Her middle name is Shay. There's no choice (laughs) in the matter. Anything else she wants to do, whoever she wants to date, whatever she wants to be, it's her life. She'll live it and she'll hopefully be happy. That's all I care about. She's happy that I'm happy.
0: Yes, that's very important. Hi, puppy. Oh my goodness. What's his name? This is Bugs. He's been in a couple of our meetings. Oh, that's right, yeah. And then Odie's the little one, the, the hot dog. Right, <laughs> Pop? Right. Oh, my God. Do you have any pets or no? I do. So I've you got know? a
1: corgi chihuahua named Lola. And she oh. just turned six. And oh. my wife made her a cake. And we we did sing Happy Birthday. And Chloe did blow out the candle. And it was lovely.
0: Oh, that's that's awesome. They, they are my pride and joys. Like, they are really, though, a good test before you have children. Because they are. Oh, my like, God, Yeah. <laughs> they are a lot sometimes but like i coming home and having them come to the door that unconditional love and just i I forgot who i was talking to but it's like they don't know you know they don't have an ill bone in their body they they love you no matter what like i could yell at bugs to drop like he always picks up my pens and it's my fault i leave them here for him to grab and I could yell, like, drop it, like, really loud. And then, like, 30 seconds after he does it, he's, like, looking at me, like, I love you. <laughs> um, but pets pets are something else. And Bugs is the first dog I ever had. I didn't have dogs growing oh. up. So I had a cat. He was a cool cat. His name was Toast. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was awesome. We got him at PetSmart. Um, Bugs, I know. We're almost done here. <laughs> but yeah I I just I just love them they're cuddly and they're cute and they just always want your attention here Bugs you can have the sweater that's fine you can have my sweater it's all good except I need my arm (laughs) um so what I guess are there any authors in that you have in mind that really inspire you or like your go-to books that you're like I could always like this is a book I could always read. I never get tired of it.
1: Um, I mean, Stephen King, obviously, you know, the third book's mm-hmm. horror. You know, the, the one thing I loved about Stephen King is that everyone associates him, associates him with horror. Yeah. But he doesn't always write that. He writes like a lot of heartfelt character stories. And I, I like that, you know, that he just plays around with whatever story he finds interesting. Um, there's another author named Noah Hawley. Um, he actually, he's written amazing books. But if you ever watched, there was a a show on FX called Legion. They yes. It ran three seasons. He was the uh, the showrunner, creator on that, and it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, so his stuff is great. Uh, it, th- those two guys. Um, just they just pump out amazing work. Yeah.
0: All right. Cool. Um, what else? I so I still frequent the public libraries. Like big fan. Um. And it's funny because the libraries here like my sister used to be a librarian in pennsylvania and like if my books were going to be late because i could never finish them in the time she would just wipe the fines clean (laughs) even though it was like 10 cents but you know when you're a teenager like (laughs) money's hard to come by but here in north carolina specifically where we live the books they like auto renew it for you so i feel like they like have they know that you're not going to finish them And like my eyes, I just walk, I don't have an idea of what I'm picking up that day. I just go in and I'm like, I am literally judging the book by the cover, <laughs> even though you're not supposed to do that. But I'm like, this looks cool. And, and you know what? Nine times out of 10, I'm pretty satisfied with what I'm finding, but it's just so interesting because, you know, a lot of people like to read on their Kindles or, or, or you know, iPads. I can't do it. Like I... I spend all day looking at the screen and I'm like, I want a real book. Are you, what do you, what do you feel the same way or like? If I could turn my monitor right
1: now, my entire basement wall, I've got three bookcases. I've got books stacked with bookcases. And then I've got one, two, three, four. I've got seven piles of books about halfway up the wall. Just I'm I'm all about the print. I need to hold it. I need Mm -hmm. to like, see it. Like I'm with you. Like I stare at screens all day. I, I cannot read a book on top of doing everything else so like on a screen so yeah I, and I also like I don't collect anything but I I mean I collect books and hopefully I mean my daughter loves reading right now hopefully she still likes yeah. when she's older or she's gonna have a ton of stuff to throw out when I'm dead so you know <laughs> either way
0: <laughs> have you thought about potentially writing a children's book like is that something that you've ever thought about doing
1: I, I've thought about it I'm all, I'm all about the idea so like I've thought about that, but until the, there's like a tangible idea, I, I would never want to write something just to write it. Right. Uh-huh. I, I, if there's no hearts behind it. Cause every, every, I, I feel like every book is a love story in, sh- in some way, shape or form. It might be a love story romantically. It might be friendship. It might be parents. It might be yourself, but the theme of every book ultimately is about love unrequited unsatisfied, whatever it may be. So, um, If I don't have that feeling when I'm starting to write something, then it's not going to work out. And then the reader's not going to feel it. And then if the reader doesn't feel it, then I'm writing garbage. So maybe one day we'll find out.
0: All right. Very cool. Um, And then the one question that I like to ask everyone is how do you practice self-care?
1: Writing. I've got, oh my God, I've got journals upon journals and word docs upon word docs of horrible stuff that I never want to read ever again. And I would never want anyone to find. Like my wife is aware of it. And I'm like, if you wanted to read it, I mean, I, I share everything with her. If, if she wanted to read it, she could, but just, it would just be the most cringy stuff. But it's it's the best way to sort to sort my feelings out and get my thoughts together. And if I'm going through a bad spot or whatever it may be. It's just, once once I see it, then it's like, whatever the problem is, now I, I can identify, I can, I can physically look the problem and figure out what the solutions are from Or like, oh, like now I see it, it, this is primarily my fault. And how do mm-hmm. I address that? It, writing for me is the best form of therapy possible and self-care, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that present was a good gift. Oh my God,
1: yeah, <laughs> you, you nailed it.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully I'll have you again for Secret Santa.
1: Don't spend more than a thousand dollars. That's all I ask, okay?
0: okay? Well, Thank I'm you. gonna buy you all the books, all of your books and then hand them out. To <laughs>
1: whatever you know you're spending money that's cool right exactly
0: (laughs) well tom where can people find you and the books online
1: so um everything is at tom starita uh facebook twitter um instagram i'm on tiktok now which is ridiculous i'm 44 years old but apparently everyone's on tiktok to sell books so that's what i'm at (laughs) so i'm not making any of these you know these dances but i've got one video but i'm on tiktok if you can find me on myspace if that's still around um, all my books are on Amazon. Um, you can get them in any independent bookstore. Um, if they're not on the shelf, you can ask for it and they'll buy it. Uh, they'll mm-hmm. order it. I should say. So I'm, I'm everywhere. Just, uh, Tom Starita, S-T-A-R-I-T-A.
0: Awesome. Thanks Tom for being on today. I appreciate
1: it. Oh, thank you. I was, this is a blast. I went, I can't believe we went this long. It feels like five minutes.
0: Right. I looked at what time it was. I was like, wow, we could go for a while, but it's, <laughs> it's just, it just goes back and forth and it's once you're having a good conversation, the time flies.
1: And I've got a big fat mouth, so
0: yeah. Nah, hey, you're good.
1: <laughs> you want to tell people your nickname for me, or you're not gonna do that? Oh
0: yeah, let's 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 do that before before we close it out. So <laughs> Tom's nickname at work, I call him TT Trash Tom, because fair. very fair. Because I had asked him a question because so here <laughs> Let me backtrack. So when I first started, I felt like I was asking the same people questions and I felt bad because I was like, all right, like I'm asking this individual like a question every, we'll say 20 minutes. And I'm like, that person's really busy. Let's see if Tom has an answer. I feel like Tom might know this. (laughs) I had asked Tom a question to avoid asking someone else the question, and he didn't know the answer. Swing it a miss! And he said, Sorry, I'm trash. And I said, It's okay. And then I proceeded to send a GIF of Oscar the Grouch saying, I love it because it's trash. Yep, trash, Tom. And it has forever stuck.
1: To be fair, no one else in my life, present, past, or future, has ever called me Trash Tom. And hopefully, no one else will. But for
0: you, it's allowed. TT, like, and it was just so funny because I was like, I really don't want to have to ask the other person this question.
1: And uh, I put you there. So, yeah, you're
0: welcome. (laughs) Oh, shit. You know what? To this, I still have to ask because I start, you know, starting the new role. I feel so bad because I have so many questions. Oh, ask me. Just throw the questions at me. We'll see what okay. <laughs> I already I messed something up, and there there's just been like this back and forth about how to fix it. And I'm just sitting there like this, my hands over my eyes, being like, "What did I do?" You should have
1: been like, "I asked Tom, and Tom gave me his advice." And <laughs> Tom said, and "We should this. probably fire him." <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> well, it's funny because like being in the customer service side like there were some days where i'm like well they haven't fired me yet so i guess like i'm doing okay because there would be times where like a medical provider and i'm sorry i'm going on a tangent but a medical provider would call and i would be like yeah i think that's that's correct (laughs) i'd hang up and be like i don't think that was right And then I, towards the end, I'm like, I just want to start giving fake names to people
1: there you <laughs> so go. it doesn't get Sandra, back. your name is Sandra. Right.
0: <laughs> or like my last day on the phones, I was gonna start doing fake accents, and see what would <laughs> happen. <laughs> but then I didn't want like them to call and be like the girl with the shitty British accent helped
1: me. There was a Russian girl giving me really weird advice. Who right? was that? <laughs> Oh, Anastasia? She, yeah, Anastasia, yeah. Right?
0: Oh, she, she hasn't been here for years. Oh, she's <laughs> drunk. Right. Oh, my God. All right, I'm going to end this before I get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, a latte for listening. Cup of Corb is created, edited, and produced by me, Megan Corb. If you like the podcast, be sure to subscribe to Cup of Corb on your preferred streaming site. And please leave a five-star review as this really helps spread the word about the podcast and feel free to share with a friend. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at cupofcorb and check out the latest updates at cupofcorb.com.